0: Hi there, I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana, an issue-oriented newsmaker radio program heard weekdays on 18 radio stations with 27 signals all across the Treasure State. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Please subscribe and we'll do our best to keep you connected. We're also on Facebook at Voices of Montana and on the internet at VoicesOfMontana.com where I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at Tom at VoicesOfMontana.com A little old Montana gal under the big lights. That's how Faith Johnson described her recent trip to the Miss America Scholarship National Competition in Orlando. That happened in January, although she won the crown of Miss Montana in 2023. The next pageant is upcoming, and Faith Johnson is getting folks ready for that. But also, we'll talk about, as she says later on, we are advocates for the strength that arises when women lift each other up. So Faith Johnson, our special guest here today on Voices of Montana, Faith Johnson, Miss Montana. Good morning, Faith. How are you doing today?
1: Good morning. I'm doing very well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, our, our mutual friend, Joy, has been um, a very strong advocate for you to make sure that we chat with you. And I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you, Joy, for doing that and getting us hooked up, Faith. Um, so tell us about yourself. Obviously, you know, you're Miss Montana 2023, yeah, but that was in like, june of last year this is almost a whole year i bet your perspective on on all of this is just um i don't know if it's changed but it certainly is is just probably filled with a lot new information
1: it's definitely grown, yeah. absolutely. Um, a little bit about myself, I'm 24 years old. I just graduated from the Montana State University. Congrats on that, by the way. Thank
0: good you. job in December. Yeah, that's a moment too, Thank isn't you. it? Thank you.
1: Yeah, I just um, uh, I graduated with a degree in psychology and sociology, and I just took my first what I call big girl job working as a, um, a district executive for the Boy Scouts of America. So I can use my degree for that, which is really cool. I just took my first job.
0: Nice. That's another congratulations there as well. I love (laughs) what you said on like your Facebook page too. It said, uh, the earth just got one degree hotter. And, uh, that that was you (laughs) holding up your, your your degree there. Pretty, pretty funny play on words.
1: It was, I tried, (laughs) but (laughs) it was, some people didn't quite understand it. So I had to explain to just a few people, but, um, Somebody commented about global warming on it. They were like, "I know this is global warming, right?" <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that that is something. And you know, and you kind of get to represent youth for us faith and and I appreciate that and because I I don't get to represent youth uh, uh, not, not so much anymore. Um, and I always have a lot of questions about how our youth are doing and how do you feel about this and, and, and you know, think about that. So I'll probably ask you some of those things along the way. But but again, okay. tell us about yourself. Tell us about how you grew up in Montana. How you, you were also Miss Montana Teen in 2016. I think I read an article where through pa- uh, scholarships and pageants, um, you, you won like $12,000 towards your education. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us more about yourself, please.
1: I did. Yes, I was teen in twenty sixteen. It was my first pageant I had ever competed in. Um, I met Danielle Weinman, Miss Montana, in twenty fifteen. She came to my local theater here in Helena, Grand Street Theater. I've been in theater since I was four. It's uh, another one of my passions. I love the arts. I love theater. I love to perform, and that's another reason I decided to compete is because I had already been on stage for such a long time. I had, you know, I put on the makeup, I put on the costumes, and I just got up on stage and got to do something I had never done before, and I walked away with the Miss Montana's Outstanding Teen Crown. It was outstanding at the time. They took away the outstanding part of it. but And then it got me really intrigued, and, you know, you won scholarships for the work you put in, and I was able to attend Montana State University with those scholarships, and it it was awesome. And living in Montana, I've lived here my whole life. I'm actually a first-generation Montana, and my parents moved. Here back in the early '90s, um, and they they my dad owns a coffee shop downtown Helena Fire Tower Coffee. It's great coffee. So, I think
0: I've, I've met your. It is. Yeah, yeah. I think I met your dad one time in in Helena. We were up there doing a tow rope tour or something, and, and you guys are always involved in the community with uh, Fire Tower Coffee. So thank you. We for that.
1: really do a lot. Yes, I I always say my dad. I can't go anywhere with my dad without him knowing somebody. So we'll go to the grocery store just to buy one thing. And then it ends up being an hour trip because it's, he finds someone to talk to, which is great because then it also connects me to people as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, So then, um, you know, growing up, what was your, what was your experience growing up in Montana that led you to th- these things that you advocate now?
1: I think a lot of it is there isn't a lot for youth to do in Montana. Um, Just because we are very spread out and there's not a lot of youth systems besides the ones put in place um, like the YMCA or a few after-school programs that schools put on. So for me, I wanted to find something that was a little out of the ordinary and gives me something to do. So I did Cedar, and then I found the Miss Montana Scholarship Organization, which also gave me something to do throughout an entire year, not just one or two days after school and not only with the title but without the title as well because without the title you're working towards the competition you're working in the community to get recognition for when you do go to compete at the state level and then when you win the state level you're working all the way up until you go to miss america or miss america's team which it's it's a full-time gig it's a lot well i
0: i think people that's one of the questions i would have for our youth today and as um I'm going to mention this because when you were this last year reigning as Miss, uh, Miss Montana, uh, you were also taking like 22 credit hours. You were working nearly full time. You just ended up graduating. Uh, you know, congratulations on that. I think that's leading by example. I think a lot of us wonder, what is the work ethic for, for our youth nowadays? Um, I'm not sure that I have the clear picture of what it is.
1: <laughs> well, so I am technically a gen Z, but my older sister is a millennial. I was born in ninety nine My older sister, though being a millennial, I was raised quite like her my parents I can't speak to all youth, but I can speak to my parents and them instilling me with the work ethic. I've been working since I was fifteen, and um I would go on the weekends to work at the coffee shop or uh and and i, I I never took time off because I knew that I had a job to perform and I wanted to make people happy. That's a personal thing. My whole family, I think, has great work ethic. But when it comes to the other youth, I honestly think that we're doing what we can do, especially in the time of COVID. Mm -hmm. Finding jobs, especially in my age range, I'm 24. 18 to 24 can be really hard. And I know a lot of youth my age has said that, even intro jobs that say you don't need experience, you go into the workforce and you can't get the job because they were, they are like, well, it's an entry-level position, but you need two to three years of experience in this field. <laughs> wow. And then we think, well, how can we get experience if this is an entry-level position and they want experience, but we can't get the experience if they won't give us the job?
0: Yeah, so I, so, I, I think you guys see the career maybe differently. Um, I believe there's more balance. I think, um, the older generation had to recognize that we were maybe imbalanced, not in balance, but imbalanced, uh, with our work, work and quality of life. And uh, I think maybe you guys saw that in us. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think a lot of it too, came down to a lot of my generation, millennial generation and the generation below me, my little sister's 15, but, um, they just realize from what we, right now in Montana, it's getting hard to pay for housing mm-hmm. and what we're getting paid minimum wage. We can't afford that. So a lot of my generation is opting to not work because if you're not getting paid a proper amount, you can't even afford to live anyway. So they're, they're taking school credits. They're doing more volunteer work. Um, or you can't find a job right now, which is hard. A lot of jobs are looking, but they're looking for very specific things. I think before I took this job for Boy Scouts, I applied to 20 positions, and I only got one interview, and it was with Boy Scouts. Mm. And like I said, I just graduated. I do have qualifications. I paid a lot of money to go to school, but it's also hard to find a job that I can pay my rent with, and and groceries, and my health care.
0: Do you get this Faith Johnson again is with this Miss Montana, formerly Miss Montana Teen in 2016, and um, and and the the new pageant is upcoming in June. We'll talk about that. Do you have these conversations, Faith, with uh, with a lot of people um, of any age because um, you're you're um, going to be a role model no matter what, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I actually do have conversations yeah. quite often like this with any age. I like you said I'm a I'm an advocate for the people. I'm not Miss Montana for myself. I'm Miss Montana to bring a voice to anyone who needs it. Boys, girls, young, old. I am here for the public. And this is something that's a major issue with people my age. And when people bring up an issue with me whenever I can, I am willing and ready to talk about it. Absolutely.
0: You also say here in, in one of your, your posts, and I appreciate that, um, uh, you know, that you communicated with your audience like that and the way you communicated to Faith. But um, uh, we're not just representatives of our states. You're talking about um, the, your uh, other miss uh, uh, state pageants, I guess, or, or candidates I, or what do you call them now? Um, state title holders. State title holders. Thank you. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I know there was there was a better name than I had for it. Um, we are advocates for the strength that arises when women lift each other up. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Where does that come from?
1: Where does the saying come from?
0: Well, yeah. Where Where does that sentiment come from? Um, advocates for the strength that arises when women lift each other up. Uh, so, I'm, right. s- yeah. Where have you because, seen that?
1: I mean, women generally, it can be really hard to be a woman in society because a lot of women have seen the inequality that is given towards women versus other people in our field. It's fair. And this program has lifting these women up to put them in a position where they are able to afford school in a way through scholarships. A lot of people look at pageantry as tearing women down because, or um, putting them on stage and, you know, they're, you're getting judged. And so a lot of people don't like that. But again, we're putting ourselves in this position to better our future and to make sure that we can go get a college education. And in the meantime, we're meeting 50 other women. There's 51 of us to compete, plus Puerto Rico's coming in now. But there's 51 of us who compete. And we're all there for each other to cheer each other on because we know how amazing it can be when women can lead in this world. And to lead, we have to do that by example and we also have to have the chance to do that so that's what this scholarship opportunity provides
0: she is miss montana a recent graduate of montana state university with her psychology degree and and uh, just entered also uh, your, your career uh, what's your new position now
1: yeah with boy scouts of america, yeah, I'm of america. district executive i work um helena and butte area
0: oh cool man Uh, That's got to be exciting, right? Yeah, this, uh, like you said, it's kind of just a new appointment and and it's starting out. Mm -hmm. So, are you putting like all of that, um, all the turmoil of the teen years behind you now and and getting into this whole adult life? Or, because I don't know if it's so great, Faith, I'll tell you.
1: Being an (laughs) adult? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I've kind of been put in the adult world for a long time, Uh, which is completely fine with me. The only thing that i'll say isn't the most fun about being an adult is buying groceries that's so expensive <laughs> right
0: making choices and then and then like you say it's <laughs> it's getting tougher too with uh you know you want to uh, find a home or a place to you know affordability is is a real issue um but let i want to talk about what some of those issues are on your plate uh, in your position you have this opportunity and it sounds like to me you feel a responsibility um, so you've got what they call a platform, and then mm-hmm. also you've been um, a long time, and you're not even that old, a uh, victim advocate. Um, yeah. uh, you know, talk about where those things, um, what, what place they have in your life.
1: So first I'll touch on my platform. It's called Wildlife. It's about wildlife and land conservation and management, which is very unique to Montana that can be used all across the nation. It's mostly advocating for public lands and making sure that we are keeping our lands clean and available for our future generations to use, which is really important because if we don't have lands for our future generations, then what was it for? You know, why aren't we keeping it clean? What can we do better for not only wildlife, but for our kids to come? So that's what I, I go around doing. I go to um, conservation groups like Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Ducks Unlimited, Wild Turkey Federation, Pheasants Forever. And I talk about the importance of this, and I just partnered with them. And on the end of victim advocacy, I have been part of the victim advocacy since, I think, 2018. I worked with the Department of Justice here in Helena as a sexual assault victim scenario actress. And I would work with the police force and other parts of the, um, the police academy for their training to make sure that we are properly training them on how to be empathetic when they are interviewing those who have just gone through maybe one of the worst days of their entire life. Worst. It's really hard to be vulnerable, especially with something like that. So, we're as an actress, we train them on how to handle that properly. And then while I was at school in Bozeman, I was a victim advocate there. I was an intern there, and I would sit in on court cases and just make sure that victims actually knew that they had a voice within the system. Because a lot of the time, you don't realize that you can have a voice when it comes to court procedures or making sure that your voice as a victim is heard. Because it's not all the time that our court system is geared towards the victims. And that's really what I was focusing on, is making sure that the victims know that they're heard and loved.
0: Yeah, and I think um, that's been a relatively recent focus, and it's been vital, important. Absolutely. Ah, yeah. Um, you're also going around and and being an advocate for Miss Montana and, and the beauty pageants mm-hmm. and the scholarship pageants. Um, make that pitch. Make that pitch to somebody who's maybe thinking about, <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't have a—, a I don't have a $125 dress or pair of shoes or right.
1: uh, Yeah, go ahead. First off, when it comes to dresses or whatever you wear, it's not what you wear. It's how you wear it. And it's the girl within the dress. It's how you shine on that stage. Miss Montana and the Miss America opportunity really isn't about the outer beauty. You can be every girl on that stage is beautiful. We already know that. But it's about how that they perform with their advocacy, how they perform in school, how they shine on that stage outside of the gown, and how they act interact with the other girls around them. Because people are watching all the time. Marianne Adams, the director at Grand Street Theater, always used to say, life is an audition. So everywhere you go, you're auditioning for a future job, or you're auditioning to be a friend, or you never know who you're going to meet. So it's not about the dress, it's who you are, and it's a great scholarship organization. You get scholarships for college, it goes directly to the institution, and I think the main thing that I have focused on since I've been in this program since 2016 is the amazing women that you walk away friends with. I mean, our current Miss America is a Air Force Academy graduate, she's Second Lieutenant Marsh, she's active duty, she is a Rhodes Scholar and a Truman Scholar. She is getting her master's at Harvard, and now she's Miss America. I mean, these are the women that you are interacting with, and they are going to be your lifelong friends. I just got back from the Miss America homecoming in Colorado Springs, literally came back yesterday, and I got to meet with 27 of the wonderful women that I competed with and reconnect with them, and it was amazing. These girls are the reason I continue in this program, and my pitch is for all of the girls out there who are thinking, If you want something to do that isn't just fun, but you can propel yourself forward and do something that's maybe a little different, this is a great place for you to be.
0: What about the nerves? Now, you had admitted you had (laughs) some nerves with the Miss America, uh, you know, contest and who wouldn't, Um, but you've been performing since you were four. In fact, Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny, go ahead. Go ahead and hit a little bit of that. You'll have to uh, uh, pop it up. This is uh, you from earlier this year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know, right? right. <laughs> but you're, you're a good singer. Um, you've been doing this, though, since age four, as you said. What about somebody who um, needs, needs some encouragement, some special encouragement, uh, just to get over the hump? Because once you do, you get to be a little more comfortable, but the butterflies never really
1: go away. Oh, the butterflies never go away. I actually always say, if you're not nervous, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that nerves are just part of being a human, and it actually those nerves give you the adrenaline to get on stage and do that thing that you're scared of doing. And it's always fun to do something you may be more nervous to do or scared to do, because when you get done with that, you can say, I just did that. I can now say, Miss America was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. But I can look back and say, I did that, and now I go into job interviews, and I'm like, nothing scares me anymore, because I just interviewed in front of five judges who were literally judging me for a job of Miss America, and they just grill you. And now, all job interviews from here on out are easy-peasy-lemon-squeezy, so nerves are just part of it, and... It's honestly just so worth it to do something out of your comfort zone.
0: Oh, I'm smiling really, really big at that. Um, talk about the journey then. Talk about, you know, that this, whatever it was, six month journey from uh, being mm-hmm. crowned. Now, you're going to be prepared because you've been in pageants before, but you can, uh, but there's probably not who can prepare you for what you're going to experience in the next six to eight months and then the national. Mm-hmm. Talk about that journey.
1: Yeah. So, honestly, the journey was a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but just because there was so much information to be had and a lot of paperwork came later. So I was crowned in June. We went to Miss America at the beginning of January and that's a lot of time to prepare. So I did a lot of interview coaching, walking preparation. I actually went and judged a really big national pageant in Florida called National American Myths. Um That's a huge program that in and of itself had about 800 and some women that were in it. So that's a very big program. So I got to go judge that, which kind of made me realize what judges are looking for as a judge. And I could apply that to stage. I did a lot of traveling around the state and advocating for my platform, like I said, wildlife and land conservation and management. And I really just prepared my mind and body to be ready to have a week-long crazy week at Miss America that schedule's always changing or you're up late night, but then you get to compete on this prestigious stage that's been around since 1921. It's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's got to be. Um, so I've got a minute and a half here. Uh, when's, when's the next contest? When uh, when And how do people uh, like get informed about it?
1: Yeah, so we don't have a set date yet, but we do know it will be in July. We think it will be the second week in July. We're trying to find a place that's either going to be Bozeman or Billings. And if you are interested, you can reach out to me, Faith Johnson. I'm on social media under Miss America MT, as in our state MT. Or you can reach out to um, our Executive Director, Danette Sawin. If you go to MissMontana.org, you can look at how to apply and reach out to
0: us that way as well hey and if i got a question about like something i think the youth of america are doing and i'm going what are they thinking C- can i call mm-hmm. you and and then you can tell me <laughs> what they're thinking
1: i can do my best okay. honestly i'll do my best for sure
0: <laughs> i know you will that um it's been such a pleasure and even an honor to faith to to get to chat with you and i'm um, so excited for your approach to this. Uh, thank you so much. I'm here to help too, okay? So uh, I, I look forward to chatting with you and and we'll, and we'll cover the contest upcoming in July, all right?
1: Thank you. Have a good day.
0: Thank you, Faith. Appreciate that. Congratulations again. Thanks again for joining us for the podcast. Please share and subscribe and let us know what you think. Email me at tom at voicesofmontana.com. And don't forget, we're on weekdays on your hometown radio stations all across Montana. We hope to hear from you there too.